Welcome to this episode of Circle of Trades with Travis Waldstein of AirServe Heating and Air in Council Bluffs. Travis, thank you very much for your time and thank you for being willing to come in and record after the uh, unfortunate news that we heard coming out of Iowa City. Yes, I, I, I am currently a recovering Iowa Hawkeye football fan. Um, <laughs> boy, I, I just, there is... Uh, it's tough. I know it's tough and, and it's... I, I'm thinking maybe that uh, Coach Ferris just doesn't want a real uncomfortable Thanksgiving dinner. Well, you know what? I'll put it to you this way. I, I, they made every excuse for firemen says we're going to keep them. It's like, okay, at some point when people ain't doing their job, they make. If, if someone once told me it, you either change people or you change people, which <laughs> they really needed to change people. And, you know, I think they'll have a hard time raising NIL money, and I think they'll have a hard time filling Kinnick Stadium this fall because you guys got a guy that has stuck his commitment. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just, I don't know. There has to be serious improvement before, you know, look at Iowa basketball right now, and I'm not a huge basketball fan, but they can't fill that arena for nothing right, right now. Same thing, you know, they're good. But to go to the tournament, get beaten first round, eh, you kind of, after a while, it's like there's other things to do in life. So I hope he's right, but I there's a lot of Hawkeye fans that disagree with that decision. I'll leave it at that. So. Well, let's talk about uh, more uh, important things and uh, less less dirty things, if we will. <laughs> yes. And I, I say that tongue-in-cheek because one of the services that you offer that can really help improve air quality and, uh, well, let's just call it like it is, quality of life for folks in their home is the duct cleaning. And I wanted to learn a little bit more about that from you because I had this done once years and years and years ago in-house, but it should probably be done a little more frequently than once every 20 years, huh? Probably, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, you, get, you know, you can go buy a shop back at Walmart or Home Depot. You know, you could be a duck cleaner, too. No, <laughs> not really. Duck cleaning is, uh, it's been around for a long time. You know, it, it's one of them services that we offer. Frankly, you know, we've always advertised it. And for the longest time, I referred it to a, a friend that did duck cleaning here in town. And, and he, I had no problems with the work he did. He was good at his job. But uh, got to a point when you're getting two or three calls a day and they keep refer, I keep referring this business and, you know, the, certain things don't happen. It's like at that point, you know, I can buy a duck cleaning machine as well and and do this stuff just fine. So that's... Actually, how we took it on. So we well, and at that point, there's no reason to be a business broker for someone else. And I'm sure it did a good job, friend of yours, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, when you're watching money, just walk out the door. Yeah, let's go ahead and get this done and, and see if we can't uh, make it a part of our services. Yeah, yeah. thank yous go a long ways. I'll leave it at that. So, uh, But, you know, for us, uh, we actually started the day we bought the machine in 2020. And I already knew go into it in a day, bought the machine. It was about a week before, you know, the whole COVID, they shut down the country. Uh, went to buy, go to Chicago to, to buy the truck that we're going to put our duck cleaning equipment. It was a day that they shut down everything. It was March 18th. Oh, boy. There was me and two other people on an airplane. I get to Chicago. I need to get to this place. There's like four taxis at uh, O'Hare Airport. And I'm like, I'm like, do we need to get out of the do I need to get out of Chicago? He's like, I'd get out of here as fast as you can because they're talking about closing the border in Iowa. And I'm like, 
well, that's home. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we got the machine or got the truck, hit, hit the board, and literally, they you can see the signs are closing. You can see as I'm thinking, oh my God, what did I get myself into here? So, uh, got home, weird time. My, my youngest son, Hunter, who's in the Marine Corps now, was a sophomore in high school and he was sitting at home eating ho hos and ding dongs and uh, doing nothing else. And I said, son, you're going to put together a duck cleaning truck. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, so, you know, shoot, he was 16 at the time and, uh, we had the truck, we bought a, uh, it's a, what I call hypervac system. So, uh, it, it's a, I don't know if state of the artist right word, but it's, it's pretty cool. So we, so we came in and we had him start setting it up the, um, so set the truck, you know, it's got high, it has, um, a, the vacuum system that we use which I'll get into a little bit more. It's got a air compressor in it um, that, that we operate to because we use compressed air hoses, fittings, attachments that we all use to do. And so we've got it, you know, confined to it, to a truck. And, you know, it, you know, that's how we'll go out to your shop or, or your house or your place of business. We're going to pull up and that's going to be the truck and everything we're there. We'll be able to do the job. The way I'm understanding it, then the process is you're pushing air from one side and receive, retrieving it from the other through the vacuum system? Is that how this works? Essentially, yeah. So when, when we, yeah, so yeah, what happens is for most people, the central point of your house is a furnace or AC. So wherever that's at in the house, you have two sides of your duct system. You have the supply side, which pushes the air out, and then you have the return side, which sucks the air back in. So we actually do each side essentially separately we'll pull to give you an idea where your filter is at in your house we'll generally pull the filter out we'll actually put like a piece of wood or it's the size of whatever your opening is to block off that okay that makes side. sense yeah and then with our hypervac system it's basically stands about five foot tall it it sucks 3,000 CFM of air. What does that mean to you? It's a lot of air. It's like, you know, you go to a commercial and you see a big rooftop unit, at these, you know, on top of a building. It's that got that kind of suction. It's really going to suck the air back. But just because you're sucking the air back, you know, through your ductwork, through the return side, we mechanically connect to it with a flex connection. And then we turn on the vacuum and then we have high pressure hoses it's kind of a push-pull method. Two parts under registers. You know, we'll pull the registers up. We'll take a hose, push down through each supply register back to the central return using the air to blow. And we'll take before and after pictures. Then once you get to your central return, you know, then we will actually run the hose into the main duct because this hose is pretty rigid. So, and then we will actually push back towards that vacuum essentially and that's how you know so that's how we get the dirt and stuff back to the system same thing on the supply side we just try to keep them separated because we want to keep the, as much dirt and stuff out of the furnace and then the indoor coil or the evaporator coil or a coil whatever you want to call it that sits on top first we want to keep the dust and dirt out of that as well so i'm Picturing in my head that ideally someone's uh, ventilation system and all of the duct work is kind of self-contained, but if there is some problems with it, maybe some joints coming apart or anything like that, 
this is gonna you're gonna find out pretty quick because with with the amount of air that you're moving through there, you're going to start seeing that. Yeah, well, we have a camera system. I, the camera system actually it's a, it's the same camera that you would use like to go check a sewer line, you know, underground. It, so it's a high resolution camera, so you can see any breaks, any fittings, so we can see hey. 25 foot down, we have a break or there's an opening, a ductwork, or there's something going on here. So you're actually looking ahead of time then? Yeah, we can look okay. ahead of time. We can look after time. And so if we think we have problems or restrictions or something's going on, we're actually able to see inside the ductwork and then pretty much pinpoint where that problem is. And, you know, sometimes it's easy to fix. Sometimes it's not so easy to fix. So, How often does it happen that you're going through there with that camera and you're saying to yourself, why did they build it like this? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. So, uh, you know, ha- haven't found any, uh, haven't found a million dollars in any walls yet or any ductwork or anything like that. But I keep thinking one day, you know, might hit All right. So I'm thinking uh, probably assorted dead animals. I probably would find those. Yeah, there were a few. Well, any money at all? I'm guessing, I mean, because you're talking about things that can fall down into a register, like a floor register or something like that. So, If if it was a house that was built in the 70s and 80s, yeah, a lot of drywall dust. You can sometimes find some money, sometimes some rodents, sometimes a lot of hair. It looks like rodents if they had hair. Might be some, you know... uh, uh, risque magazines. Oh, like hello. <laughs> hey, I, you know, I'm just going to be a realist. You know, it's, uh, you'd be amazed. Uh, you know, grandma's recipe book that someone, you know, put, I mean, it, it, sometimes you just, uh, baseballs, you know, kids' toys, you know, the dog toy. Oh, sure. Um, uh, one was a wet, we found a wedding ring once. So, uh, yeah, that was, uh, was, quite, were the original homeowners still there yeah, for that? Yeah, they actually oh, were. But, yeah, well, they, they were they were pretty happy about that. Actually. I I can uh, yeah, I can imagine. I'm sure that they probably didn't even realize it was down there, and they'd just been missing it the entire time. Oh, absolutely. So now, what benefit does this give the homeowner after you're finished? What what improvements are they going to notice? Well, there's this is kind of a broad question here, so I'm okay. gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to hit a couple different points with it. You know, right initially the day of or the day after we do a duct clean. We always tell customers, you know, you need to check your filter in the first 24 hours, especially on your return side. Because, listen, we've taken dust that has sat and hasn't done anything for 40-plus years or however long it's been. And we've all of a sudden stirred this stuff up. We've moved it. And while our vacuum system is great, you know, you are still in duct And sometimes there's a nook or a cranny. Maybe we didn't get something or something that we didn't see comes loose and comes back to the filter system so you know that first 24 hours yeah you can have a little bit extra dust and that's very normal i've had customers call me dad well we still have dust i said we gotta give this a day or two to settle down but once you get past that period you know what what you know your biggest benefit is you know you're not blowing stuff through the house you're not you're your air system in your house you gotta think of your uh, house as a big envelope so you, you, everything you breathe, it's like your bathtub if you fill it full of water. So that's, that's your, that's your envelope. So if, when your ears getting pulled back towards your return, it's not having to go through dirty ductwork essentially, where it has a chance, where it has potential. And I'm going to use the P word, you know, to pick up the dirt that's in the ductwork or 
potentially something that's growing or something you know that's dead or let's say something died you know i mean whether it's mice dying in ductwork is a, a fairly common thing and it could be a real problem we ran into that several times so you know it, it's going to help the quality of the air just by because you cleaned it am i going to fix every issue in your house with duct cleaning no i would you know i'd be remiss if i told you that but it's gonna it is gonna make it i'll say safer you know, in the aspect of you're not pulling stuff back, hopefully over long term should make it, you know, hopefully easier to clean as long as you maintain your system, clean your, change your filters, uh, do that kind of stuff. And then the other part of it is, and we don't talk about this a lot, but, you know, newer houses today requires to duct seal everything. And when we talk about duct sealing, it's where you take every joint in the duct system and you seal it. You go back 10 years ago. They never required duct sealing. So if you had a joint in the ductwork or whatever, the leakage was considered standard. Well, what's changed is the Department of Energy, through code, came back and said, no, we need to seal this ductwork up because if you're putting air into a room, we shouldn't be losing this percentage because it's a waste of energy, energy conservation. So newer houses required duct sealing. House is 20 years old, 30 years old, you could lose 30% of your air. That much? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And if you're in a house to where your heating and air conditioning is marginal, part of your problem could be your duct system. It's not sealed. It's not tight. You're not getting the air where you're supposed to be. We can find them places with the duct cleaning and then come back and we can seal the duct. Or if you have an issue, fix your duct work. Because when you think about heating and air conditioning, what we do, I mean, it, it's, it's a system. Just because the furnace is broke or the AC's got a problem, it may not be an equipment issue. You can have the best of that, but if your ductwork's junk, it's as good as its least component. Is it a complicated process to get all of that sealed up uh, for you guys? I mean, is it going to add a long time to the project? It depends on the house. Dr- dr- the biggest thing we run to, if it's an open basement where it's not drywalled in, easiest cake. We come in, do it. Paintbrush, essentially a paintbrush. It's a, it's a mastic. It's a it's a seal. Uh, you don't want to get in your hair. It's terrible. So <laughs> I, I mean, it, it just it just is. Right. You know, my guys wear shirts, and it looks like you know they just went hit but with paintballs. You know, it's you know. Um, so if the ductwork's exposed, it's great. If the ductwork is in a you know contained or a drywall, obviously it's you know for doing conventional duct sealing, it's not. Uh, yeah, that's a lot harder unless you want to tear apart drywall. Is it something that has to be done from the outside of the ductwork, or can it be sealed from the inside? There is a new, I say a new product. It's been around for a couple of years. It's it's a, what they call AeroSeal, to where you can actually go through and seal it from the inside. It's a very expensive upfront cost. And, you know, some places, if you're in, you know, if you go to West End Council Bluffs even, there's some places that have, uh, you know, the, the, the ductwork's down in a crawl space, or it's metal duct in there. There, there's options where it makes sense for that. you see it in plumbing you know if you go watch the videos where they basically they run this big blue tub of guck and they put it in the four inch pipe and then they blow it out and it seals the inside of the pipe that was correct it's essentially the same thing we've looked at it we have not made the investment in it yet uh, but it's something we we have thought about energy code i think at some point will dictate that that happens does that 
help with the strain on your furnace and air conditioner too that if all of that is sealed up does it make that work better and maybe a little less wear and tear on it there's two schools of thought on it the conventional thought is yes it will definitely because you're pulling air from the right place you're putting air into the right place so your return doctor is pulling back your supplier is putting back you know the whole theory of a hundred year old house which listen there's a lot of hundred year old houses oh, yeah. around the country you know well the house is a little bit loose it breathes it's good for you well if the duct was loose and free too you know let's say your short return ductwork in particular maybe they, they only put four supply registers on a huge furnace if you know so so if if you seal that stuff up sometimes you can make a well, what was already a problem? Even worse. Even worse. So, you know, and that's where you got to take a look at it. A lot of times when you run into situations, you know, it's a 100-year-old house, two-by-four construction. It's never had new windows. No one's ever updated the insulation, you know, that kind of stuff. So it comes back to energy consumption. You know, insulation's cheap. You know, you can put a lot of insulation and seal up a home and, you know, probably increase your size of equipment by a half, you know, one to two sizes as far as equipment. Just by spending a few hundred bucks or even a couple hundred thousand dollars, it's like you'll get a lot more return on that than you will putting the, you know, fanciest whatever in your home. Okay, so I've had you come in and I've had you do the duct cleaning and make any repairs that are needed to be done. And I'm thinking, hey, this is wonderful. I don't need to see Travis again. Well, how long should it be before I'm making that call again and saying, uh, okay, we need to schedule another duct cleaning? realistically it's like changing filters you know they say change your filters 30 days depends on your filter but you know realistically i would expect for a duct clean three to five years but it also depends i mean listen if you if you live in an area where it's a nice community you don't got any new construction going on you don't have a lot of dirt flying you don't leave your windows open you don't have three dogs you might be able to get by 10 years and not have a problem with it. You know, if you live in an area where there's new construction, you like to open the windows, you got the three dogs or cats or whatever it is, you know, and you're starting to notice, you know, things or smells or stuff floating around, then it's probably time to have that done every three to five years, you know. And sometimes maybe it's not a case where you have to have your dust yesterday clean, but at least have someone peek at them, see what's going on. There might be other other indoor air quality issues that might be the cause of what's going on it might that your ductwork might be squeaky clean but you know there could be other stuff that's going on that we can address as well well you brought up a good point that i hadn't even thought of that uh, and this would qualify i think more on the new construction side because when you move into a neighborhood a new neighborhood and you're the first person in the house uh, pretty good chance there's still going to be some construction going on and there's a lot of dust in the air from that a lot of debris in the how often is that going to create a problem if you live in a neighborhood that is still under construction? Yeah, the biggest thing with a house under construction is just the dirt and stuff outside. You know, if you live right next to a cornfield or, listen, I live by, I live on gravel. You know, we live off gravel. And listen, June, July, August, I get as much dust as anybody because, you know, they drive it like a racetrack. And listen, we're changing my, you know, my filters are supposed to be a once a year change. We're changing them, you know, twice a year. One of the reasons is June, July, August, you know, they get filled up, you know. So, um, but in a new construction area, like I said, yeah, that first year particularly, hopefully if you're building a house, I know what the builders we work with are real meticulous. They run the furnace when they have to during construction. A lot of times it's for the drywallers. 
um, but they don't want them running while they're sanding and stuff. But there's times to be able to let stuff dry. Uh, they're real conscientious about covering up supply registers or return registers. So you don't get a lot of stuff into them. I will tell you, when I came in this industry back in 1994, I'd go to job sites and the ductwork was the garbage can. You know, they threw their chew cans and their Pepsi bottles and their McDonald's sacks. It all ended up in the, in the darn return. And the GC and general contractor didn't care. He'd just leave it. Yeah, that's not uh, that's not good for anyone when you move into the house. No, I full of trash. I don't care if it's a hundred fifty thousand or a million dollar house, but it, literally you'd see it. So and you just kind of go, really, you know? But it, a lot has changed in construction from you know darn near thirty years ago to today. A person's buying a house today. There's all kinds of. It's not if you buy a fifteen hundred square foot ranch beginner home that okay it's not the million dollar home that it would today it's not built as well whatever there are some things that are done a lot better today housekeeping i think is one of them some of the materials are better some of the materials are whatever it you know it all comes down to what you're willing to pay for but i would say as far as health and well-being that's looked a lot more because frankly a few attorneys have made a lot of money for people who don't want to do their part i'm as we've been talking about this, I'm thinking in a future episode, we need to set aside some time and just kind of go through different filters and different things that they can do. I I think it would be a full episode uh, just yeah. going through all of that because it, it, it's fascinating stuff because I know that there's all different filters. You walk through the filter aisle at the, at the hardware store and you're going to see all different options. Uh, in order to be able to keep all of that dust out that eventually is going to make their way into the ductwork, and then you have to have it clean. So um, um, put that down on yeah, your list. I think we that, need to do one of those. That, that, that'll be later on. And, yes, I worked for manufacturers for four years. Doing it. I have a lot of opinions anyway. But on filters, <laughs> I definitely have you know my thoughts. And sure. I think that that's going to be great. Yeah. Well, uh, Travis, you are online. People can find you online. Can they, can they book online with you uh, as well? You know, I haven't tried to book online, I'll be honest with you, like I said. But, yes, we are online. It's uh, airserve.com uh, forward slash council bluffs. There is a hyphen in the yeah, bluffs. But if, but if you type it out, it'll it'll come up. And, no, the guy in the front page does not look like me. I've had that conversation. <laughs> Anybody that knows me, I'm not the skinny guy standing. That's an actor. So. <laughs> but, no, they can actually uh, – they can go online. I believe you, we can schedule. I believe actually, yes, we can schedule on there. Otherwise, you know, if you call our office, um, 712-256-4443, I've got Jane, and Jane's worked for me for eight years, and I've got Desiree's worked for me for two years now. Uh, they've been through this process. They've both had it done in their home. They can explain it. They can get you pricing. You know, if you want to, you know, big thing for me is you get to see before and after, um, which I think is huge for the consumer because you know, you think you look at it as like voodoo science. Well, if you look at it and you can understand, then you go, okay, this makes sense. So Absolutely. Know. So I would definitely talk to them. One point I do kind of want to make, I want to do a circle yeah. with, I can speak for myself and speak for myself only. There's different, there's different people that do it as far as duck cleaning goes. Some companies, you know, you talked about the air seal a little bit, um, or, you know, where we seal the inside of the ductwork. There's some companies that want to come through after they do what they call sanitize the ductwork. So they spray something on a ductwork, supposedly sanitize it, kills whatever. My opinion on sanitize it, and this is Travis Kyle Wallstein, it's not 
anybody else. But we do not do it. reason we do not do it is my belief is if your ductwork was supposed to have san- sanitizer on it, it would have had it when it came out of the factory. And it doesn't. And so once that dries up and dissolves in a year, is that creating more problems or is that fixing more problems? It's not as if it just disappears. You've still got that residue. Yeah, that residue is still there. So we, if you want someone to sanitize, I'm not going to do it. And I have my reasons why. Because I don't want to be 10 years ago in an IAQ lawsuit because I sprayed sanitizer in your ductwork. So. He is Travis Waldstein of AirServe Heating and Air Conditioning in Council Bluffs. You're one of my favorite guys, Travis. And it's not just because you're a Hawkeye fan. <laughs> It's not my my looks and my charm either. (laughs) Well, it was. It was. (laughs) The podcast is Circle of Trades. We thank you very much for listening and hope you join us again on the next episode. Sounds good.